0: upon us and of us, O oh, Lord, may the departed who have blessed the Trinity be received in your kingdom as was promised to the thief. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one true God, Amen. Welcome to each and every single one of you to the great feast of the Holy Cross. We celebrate this feast today in commemoration of the discovery of the True Cross in 326 AD by Queen Helen, the mother of Emperor Constantine, as she takes a pilgrimage to the city of Jerusalem. There, when they discovered the true cross, many came to worship it, to adore it, to venerate it, and they were healed from their sicknesses, diseases, and infirmities. So often we think as Orthodox Christians, That the Feast of the Cross is about the agony and the suffering of Jesus Christ. No, that is reserved for adoration during the day of Holy Friday. The Feast of the Holy Cross is specifically to exalt the cross as an instrument of salvation. And this instrument of salvation in our church is very plain. It is a beam that is long, vertical, and a beam which is shorter, which is horizontal. Now, in the Roman Catholic Church, with respect to them whom we rent this facility from, they have an image or a physical being of Jesus Christ on the cross. In the Eastern Orthodox Church, they have an icon on the cross itself. For our Mother Orthodox Church, we have no such tradition. The reason being because the iconoclasm, which is the destroying of icons, was never a part of our history. So we never had to put icons in all the places in the church to defend the theology of icons. So therefore, our cross is plain. Now, growing up as a young boy in the Mongol Orthodox Church, I often ask myself, why a plain cross? Why does it look so plain? Without any image, without any person on it crucified. And the Lord gave me an insight, which I want to share with you today. And the insight is this, that when you look at this cross, you have to see yourself crucified on it. It brings to life the words of the Apostle Paul. I have been crucified with Christ, not next to Him, not beside Him, not after Him, but I have been crucified with Christ. In other words, we go back in time at the moment of the crucifixion and we blend in with the crucified Christ and His crucifixion becomes our crucifixion. And then again, the words of Jesus Christ come alive at that point, for me especially. If you wish to follow me, you must carry your cross. You must carry your cross. And those words come alive when we are willing to put all of our burdens, to put all of our pain, to put all of our agony, our family problems, our work problems, our anxiety, our depression, the darkness that we go through. All of these things we put on this cross. And we carry it. In our time, we're not willing to carry anything. No burdens for me, but we'd rather be carried. If anything, we would carry a cross on our neck, let alone the cross of Jesus Christ. We must carry our own cross in order to follow Jesus Christ. The burdens of the world are too much. It's too heavy. It weighs down on our souls. The temptations weigh down on our souls. And we can't handle it. The pressure is too much. We are moving away from God because of that pressure. We're not willing to carry the burdens of our time. We're not willing to take the heat. We're not go out there and be witnesses for Jesus Christ because we're not willing to carry our cross. We want others to carry it for us. Or we are very lethargic. We want to carry it at another time. We don't want to do it now. But Jesus Christ is calling on us to carry our cross. To see ourselves crucified on this cross, with Him and be willing be willing to release ourselves from the burdens and the heartache and the pain and the strife that the world brings and hits us with. In order to do this, we must have a vertical relationship with Jesus Christ. You have to have a relationship with God, just as the feet of Christ Went all the way to the head of Christ. So, also, our relationship with God must go from earth all the way to heaven. Our relationship with God develops our relationship with others. Just as his arms stretch from one end of the vertical, of the horizontal beam to the other end, we must also stretch out our arms to others for those who are in need. For those who need our help, for those who need prayer, for those who need understanding, this is what a Christian does. Don't just look at the cross, carry the cross. Sometimes I wonder if we should just remove that cross from our neck. It's a totally worthless thing. We carry it around, but we are not worthy to carry it because we're not. Carrying our burdens, our sin, our temptation. I'm not saying that you have to be rid of any of that. No, we are human beings and we have a lot of it. Especially myself. But be willing to carry it. And Jesus Christ will help you carry it. He'll help you along the way so that you don't fall. So that if you do fall, He'll carry the cross with you. He'll help you along the way. Let us bow our heads in a word of prayer. O oh, Heavenly Father, we come before you in the presence of your name, Jesus, of your Son, Jesus Christ, whom we glorify and we worship today. We worship the cross because the cross is our salvation. The cross is our redemption. And Lord, we know that when you die on it, that you died for our sins, and when you shed your blood, that you forgave us of all of our transgressions, both past, present, and future. We thank you for that forgiveness. As we celebrate this festival, we ask that your presence be here, now and always and forevermore. Amen.